0: We all have our favorite Instagram accounts. You know, the ones where you never miss a post. And those most loved accounts are usually a combination of funny, ever so slightly educational, and real with a capital R.
1: Well, one of those accounts for Carolyn and me is comedian Ellen Scrimetti, also known as at Scrimetti on Instagram. If you haven't seen any of her Hey Jesus Reels, you have to go check them out. But first, listen to this episode because she's our guest today and she is fun Ellen, we are so excited that you are here today. It is so cool that you are in person.
2: Thank you. It's good to be here. And
1: I said this right before we started recording, but I'm gonna say it again. Like I feel like I am in the presence of a celebrity. So I, I dressed up for you. I normally she show did. up. I don't normally look like this. Well,
2: um, I dress up for you guys too. So if it makes <laughs> well, thank you. feelings are mutual. Yeah. She I, always
1: looks great. But I dressed up.
2: I I I'm wearing that pink belt. This is belt. Yes. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, yes, good. this is but works I, for you. I wore pink because, which my daughter said, tomorrow's Barbie Day because tomorrow is when she's gonna go see Barbie. Um, I was like, yeah, but I don't get to go, and she was like, oh, okay. So I'm wearing pink Perfect. in honor of the Barbie movie. Yeah, the Barbie movie, I yeah. love
0: it. I have been so excited about this. Thank, Thank you, you so much for joining us. So. We've kind of got some questions, um, but I wanted to know, I first discovered you when Queen Elizabeth died, yes. and I found your series on If the Queen Died in the South, and I was just hooked. And is that are those the videos that you really credit that kicked your popularity into high gear, your following into high gear, or, or was it something else?
2: Well, when that video happened... I think I had about 1,100 followers. And about a week later, I was at 10,000. So that video absolutely kicked things off for me. And the funny thing is that that was September. I started posting almost every day on January the 3rd of that year. So that entire time, I am building and just such a slow build. Um, My husband commented that there was no Premier League Soccer that weekend because of the Queen's death. And I just mentioned, well, good Lord, if she'd have died around here, she'd already be pushing up daisies. Um, <laughs> And so I just did a it's quick so reenactment of every phone call I've ever heard my mother do. Like, ain't you, doors not doing too good. I'm just going <laughs> to go ahead and put that bug in your ear. You know, just to get your casseroles ready. We're about to have ourselves a funeral. Um, The thing I love and the thing I want other creators to know is that that though the video that kicked off my, this turning it, turning this into a career, Uh the, that video I had reposted something I did in, in July. And so I just didn't have any, I was in a block and had no content. And so I reposted about advanced maternal age and the joke ended. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, but I don't want to. I reposted that in September That is the video that had an agent slide into my DMs and say, you're really funny. Let's, Let's talk. So for anyone out there that is on a creative journey, just because your craft is not getting, it's not going viral. It just hasn't gone viral yet. And I could have never written, If the Queen Died in the South, had I not done all the work from January to September, I didn't roll out of bed and just do that. Right. That video worked so well because of months of other videos.
1: But now you've like spurred this question in me. Like, tell me a little bit about your creative process, like because you said you could never have written it. So yeah. do you actually like write your scripts?
2: Yes, yes. I actually. Oh. No, I may not say it verbatim because there is a bit of improv that happens. Uh-huh. Yeah. But when I start to film a Hey Jesus or Hey Edna Ruth, I know exactly what the start and the finish is going to be. Okay. So, yes. And I, you're so good. It seems so off the cuff. It really does.
1: Yes. And how long does it take you sometimes to write? Or usually, let's say, how long does and it take you? And how do you just come you? up? Like, are you driving in the car? See, or I do I you, like, you sit down, down at a
2: question. computer? Or So every day I am writing something. And then there are times when there's nothing coming to me as far as like a hey Jesus, and I may just start looking up scripture. Like what does the scripture say about marriage? And so I found Uh, there was a scripture that said better a man live in a desert than with a nagging wife. And I was like, (laughs) well, you gonna come get him? You may drop him (laughs) off. You want, how you want that to work? Yeah. You know, so, or I'll just start writing down, you know, what are some of the most classic Southern sayings mm-hmm. that you'll say? And then I'll just think, you know, can I turn, take one of those words and use that to turn that into a joke? Like, you know, kill him with kindness. And I was like, I did it. I did yeah. it. I killed him with kindness. What do I do with the body? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. love like, it. Yes. So there's just, and when you, I just tell anyone who asks that like writing begets more writing. So yes. Whenever you can't think of anything to write, literally write that down. Like write down I can't think of anything to write. And things will start coming. So
0: when you do you know when you have something good? Or does it ever surprise you? Like sometimes
2: yeah. we do totally
0: other content stuff, but sometimes I'm like what I think is such a mundane post. Does really, really well. And I'm so surprised. Or do you know, like, this is funny. This is good.
2: Yeah. So I, the sum of y'all, that took weeks and months for me to figure out how, how to do that one correctly Uh and like how to do that. And then it was, I was actually in church when I realized (laughs) the ending, It, it hit me that it was that I needed to worry about myself. Because the whole idea is, if anybody hasn't heard it, it's, you know, shouldn't some of the people in church be singing when y'all get to heaven instead of when we all get to heaven? Um, And (laughs) I just felt, and and so it hit me that we sin in public, but the Lord will heal us in private. And so in my mind, I didn't think that this person had suffered enough. Oh,
1: wasn't expecting you to say that. I love it though.
2: And I want to... I wanted them to suffer more, <laughs> and um, the Lord told me to worry about myself. <laughs> Got it.
1: <laughs> Got it.
2: Okay. Well, and on my deathbed, I'll say, "Who that was?" That <laughs> <But> I, <laughs> I want to wait. suffer more,
1: but I'll not now.
2: Not now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Many yeah. years to come. Yeah.
2: And so that took me forever to write, and then I was like, "That's fine. If this doesn't get anything, it doesn't get anything." And then that actually, I think, is maybe has more views than. The queen, but then I write some that I think are so clever and they don't get as much, yeah. and that hurts. I'm like, oh no, that's funny. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That was good. Why did you not? Yeah, why did, did you I not acknowledge love that? that goodness? Yeah, it's
2: yeah. yeah. really I not, good. That was good, y'all. Yeah, but so yeah, you just kind of have to let it go, and then yeah, some of my think are ama- I'm like, oh, that was good, and that one won't go. So yeah, you yeah. just yeah, and and part of it too is a little bit of I. I feel like Instagram is on to me, like, so they hold my stuff back, like, because I don't pay mm. for ads and I don't promote posts. Oh. Um, and so I only have great views because of the people that watch my videos and share them. You have yeah. real, the, it's, yes. Yes, real. It's Yes. It's it's like, it's totally organic, but I don't, but I don't promote. And so they're kind of like, they're not really ever going to push me out yeah. because I don't pay them anything. Yeah, Yeah. So that's why I really appreciate all the people that watch my page and comment on my videos is because they're the reason why I'm able to do this because they watch it and they share it with people. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. So where did you come up with the Hey Jesus? Like what, where did that come from?
2: Okay. So I was doing a series. I do this and I haven't done her in a while. Kitty Potter.
0: Oh yeah.
2: And she's a reporter and, and the, I was of putting my old Mississippi County crown on to do her, but I was Kitty, Repo- Kitty Potter reporting live, and I was had this bit where I had this co-worker named Kevin, and I was filling in because Kevin said he had COVID again, and I said he had, um, he was suffering from a tequila sunrise, <laughs> and so it was just like this funny thing of like my the four people that were watching me like what's going on with Kevin. And so I randomly did, Hey Jesus, it's me. Listen, um, church said for us to pray bold prayers. So if I pray for my coworker to get a tapeworm, is that not bold enough or do I need to pray bigger prayers? Yeah. And then everybody knew because of the ongoing saga and my story with Kevin, they were like, girl, you are not trying to get Kevin a tapeworm. And then like, and then I called him back. I was like, okay, well, if I can't pray for my coworker to have a tapeworm, can I pray for me to get a tapeworm? Because then maybe I could lose a little bit. Like, I don't want to eat a tapeworm. I just want to accidentally get a tapeworm, and then like Jesus just hangs up on me. Um, So, (laughs) so it kind of came from there. And then I realized, like, after I did them, I was like, you know, I don't think so many times we think that we're just supposed to give the Lord. I have this really big problem Mm -hmm. or please help me through this really big thing. He really wants to be part of everything. Like he wants to be in our day to day. And so just as much as he wants to help us through trials and tribulations, he also wants to laugh with us. And so I just thought, well, maybe just if I continue this, this could be a way for people to just remember that we do serve a loving God and he does want to laugh with us. And so I just kept coming up with all of my, the things that were happening and talking to Jesus and just hoping that it re- would remind people, just talk to him all the time. Like, don't just talk to him every couple of months when things are awful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep that dialogue going.
0: I'm not outing her; she'll tell you. But Briarly is not from the South. Okay. Briarly's from R- Vermont. She's a transplant. She has done very well assimilating.
2: Like good you honey. really would.
0: <laughs> she's done so You're, well. Yeah, and she's only been down here what six, five, six years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, six years. she's done. You would yeah. not know that she yeah, not you. got a here. cute
2: dress. You got big earrings. you good, girl. <laughs> I
0: gotcha. am I am
1: yeah. from the South.
2: Look at us. We've all got our... Yeah. We do. Yeah. 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 All got our... Yeah, Just we're all looking
1: good. Some earrings and some sunglasses go a really long Such way. Such a long way. Such a long way. Yeah. Yes.
0: You know, I feel like I can say, since I'm from the South, too, yes. you know, we... A lot of our culture is kept behind closed doors, or a lot of the real stuff going on in our life, behind closed doors, kind of hush-hush. You don't talk about the bad things necessarily. You pull yourself together, you put some lipstick on before you walk out that door. Mm -hmm. And it's just so, that's just so ingrained in Southern culture. You know, I've really had to work to get away from you know, that maybe that isn't so healthy, you know? Yeah. But your comedy, what we like, what we realized about your comedy is it kind of takes a peek behind that veil. Mm -hmm. It kind of pulls that back a little or calls us out on it.
2: Yeah, of how tired we are. Yeah. Yeah, we're exhausted. Well, there's no way that in a gazillion years from now, I hope it's in a gazillion years, those of you can't see, my daughter is in the room with us. She's 13. I just work like a crazy person the two weeks before Christmas to pull together an amazing Christmas dinner, but I'm also working full-time. Yeah. And then when I was doing this Christmas, I felt like I was working three jobs because I was working my full-time job. Plus I was creating content. Plus I was creating proposals to be able to turn this into a full-time job. Meanwhile, you're trying to make homemade yeast rolls for monkey bread and, (laughs) you know, crawling bread pudding, and everybody's favorite thing. But this year, I did the craziest thing. I asked my kids what they liked, and I asked my kids what they wanted. Really, I scaled it down, and I just did those things instead of doing all the things that my brain had ingrained that I, as a good Southern mom, had to do to create a good Christmas. Yeah. And so our... Um, Christmas Day dinner, where my parents come and they see what the kids got for Christmas. It was, my husband does a standing rib roast. Mm -hmm. We did like, I think, mashed potatoes and a green bean and I warmed up some bread. And we had the best time because I was not exhausted because I had not made a full Southern breakfast that morning and put together an entire, you know, Sunday Christmas spread. Yeah. So we do have to let go of some of these traditions and that's not meaning that we have to give them up forever,
1: Mm.
2: but we work now. And my mother worked up until a point when I was a child, but you know, women had house dresses. We talked about, I did a skit about house coats. Women had house coats because they would, they would cook for their family all Sunday. They might spend Monday in their house coat. Yeah. Yeah. You know, pulling it back together. We're up at 6 a.m. getting kids ready and taking them to school, and we're going to our careers. So um, I do like to show how exhausting it is Mm -hmm. to do these things. And so I'm not a completely pulled-together person, (laughs) and I don't want to appear to be that way. We have enough of that on social media. We have enough people who are doing a perfectly curated life. And so even though I'm doing skits, if I can show someone that doesn't have it all together and makes someone else feel comfortable for not having it all put together, then that's a win for me.
1: Yeah, I I remember the first time I watched one of your videos where you didn't have your sunglasses on and I was like,
2: hallelujah, she showed her face. Showed her face. Do you know why I started doing sunglasses? Why? When I did, when I started doing videos, I mean, I'm 46, I was 44, I didn't know where I was supposed to look. <laughs> that's a good oh, point. that's where a great you, point. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know because, you know, like you see people and they take selfies and especially like the 40 and over crowd. We're taking selfies and we look like we don't know where the camera is, like the camera's yeah. here, but we're like looking over here. And so we look oddballed. And so I thought, you know, I just want to make people laugh and I don't want them looking at like, oh, look at this old lady. She didn't know where to look. And so I just started doing them with glasses on and then that just kind of became part of the shtick. Yeah. Was the glasses. And then also I didn't have to worry about um, putting on my eye makeup. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I could just throw on my lipstick and call mm-hmm. it a day.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. Cause again, I was in all of those videos cause I was working my full-time job up until the end of May. So I was working full-time creating content and working on other projects so wow you know, yeah there wasn't I needed to cover my eyes because they are, were tired
1: they were tired they were yeah. tired yeah that yeah. was one yeah. less thing you had to think about
2: yeah so yeah just throw on the glasses and call it a day if it's raining whatever the rain creates a glare and I need my glasses <laughs> when the rain hits there's a glare and it hits the sun that's behind the clouds and then it ricochets <laughs> And mind your business. I'm wearing my glasses.
1: Yeah, Yeah. And You have light blue eyes. You know, very sensitive. I'm gorgeous, right? I'm a
2: sensitive flower. I think I can tell that about me. Yes, very, very,
0: very sensitive. Tell us about the inspiration for committee on committees. Mm -hmm. Have you? And what is your worst committee experience? Do you have? Mm. Is that what inspired it?
2: There is a committee on committees in the Baptist Church. Are you serious? Yes. No. No. My mother was on committee on committees. There is a like the Southern Baptist Church has. A committee called the committees on committees. I added, bring- <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. oh my gosh, um,
0: I thought you made that up. And I, had, I had to get
1: Carolyn to explain the concept of committee on committee All to me. I
2: did was add bringing churches together one committee at a time and created it as something much bigger than mm-hmm. what it was. But the committee on committees, it's the mafia meets designing women. It they <laughs> are they are deciding who sits on what committee at the church and who chairs it and who co-chairs it and who's on it. My mom says it's very stressful.
1: I can imagine that. It sounds very stressful. I'm like, you
2: and I have different ideas of
1: stress. And they (laughs) don't, they definitely don't have like cocktails there to, to dial it back. It's
2: Baptist. Correct. I mean, they will eat it. They will not drink it. Yeah. I mean, if you give them rum balls and a fruitcake, they will ingest that, but they will not drink. That is for real. Sometimes we just have a tradition and you just know that committee means welcome or do what I say, and let's do what, what I say. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, that's where it came from. Can you share your worst committee experience? Everyone, I sat on the board of the Children's Hospital in Jackson. I am in, I joke that I am in the volunteer relocation program, because nobody in Birmingham knows that I know how to do anything, and I like it that way. Um, but my girlfriend Brenda and I, we got put on the 5K run while everybody else got put on Evening with the Mannings and this, really expensive highbrow event and brenda and i were just sat there and we were like i mean we saw what happened and we just decided that we were going to show them what they what they were missing yeah okay and we bloomed we're planted which is what my mother always says is you bloom we're planted Honey, we reworked the marketing plan and honey, we took, so we were on the 5k and we also got light a light, which is where you buy a light on the Christmas tree and somebody gets a card saying a light has been lit. Okay. So the 5k raised like $25,000 in its first year and we increased light of lights by 35%. Oh my gosh. So, you know, have I ever met the Mannings? No. Was I at it? No. But were <laughs> they like, what did you and Brenda do? We were like, what did we do? <laughs> Exactly.
1: (laughs) You know. It was like a punishment, and then you just showed them.
2: We turned it into – yes. So I would tell anyone, if you hate your committee assignment, you just have got to bloom where planted. So, But truly, and my best committee assignment was one thing I did when I was in the junior league. I did something for the Children's Museum and met my very best friend in the whole wide world. We were co-chairs together, and she's now – my son's godmother and her kids just call me Scrumetti, and we all just like love each other. So that's the best thing that can happen from a committee is that you meet yeah your soul sister. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. What was one of your most favorite reels to make? Whether it blasted with the numbers or totally tanked, what was like you had the best time?
2: Oh, the stuff we just shot, we were on vacation in Savannah and Edna Ruth, which that's not her real name, but Edna Ruth came and met me. She lives in Charleston okay. or outside of Charleston. And then um, Melanie Paxson, who I love her. Melanie is the, um, she is the fairy godmother in the Descendants movies. And she was on all the Red Robins commercials and the Glad commercials. Like she moved to Charleston from Los Angeles oh, wow. during covid And fell in love with it wow and so she had messaged me and said i just i love jesus i love your comedy i love what you're doing so she came and that was such a fun day of shooting this entire series and creating you know what was her character going to be edna ruth you're here so that was so much fun it was too long for instagram to push out because they like eight second videos yeah And so I didn't do it from a standpoint of let's have this thing go viral. I just thought it was fun to get some girlfriends together and tell a story. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that. I
1: like it. That's cool. Yeah. I had no idea that one of them was not originally a friend, was like a new friend.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, She just, she messaged and I was like, okay, well, let's, let's get you, let's get you a character. Yeah. And so um, Edna Ruth is one of my closest friends. We met, we both worked for a showroom in Atlanta and I was the Alabama rep, and she was the South Carolina rep. And she said, after three major shows, on the fourth show, I will let you into my heart. <laughs> but I will not let you into my heart until then. And I said, challenge accepted. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but, and she said, she goes, it's because Ellen, I've been doing this so much. She's been, a, she's been a rep for so many years. She said, you get used to people. Cause it is like going to camp twice a year. When you go to the big market, you're there for like seven, eight days to meet all your customers, come to market to buy all their gift lines for their stores. Mm-hmm. And you just get used to seeing your girlfriends. And she said, and then boom, you're not going to be there. And she just didn't want to let me in, but I forced her to let me in. And then after three major shows, I left. So I wasn't at the fourth <gasps> show. And she goes, I let you in early. I can't believe I let you in early. But we stayed friends. Okay. And I was like, but we're still, we're still friends. We're real friends. Like, we're not just showroom friends. And she was really someone who, six months before I started posting, would send me, girl, just do an, just do an outfit of the day. Just do it this girl. Just do something like you've got that third eye. You've got that. And she actually introduced me to Julia Fowler who has a Southern women's channel. Mm-hmm. And she does the, you know, stuff Southern women say, well, she, she, set up so many, um, book signings for her and like knows her family. When her second book was coming out, it was during COVID and Edna Ruth actually called her and said, listen, I've got a friend that I think could really host your Instagram lives. And she is funny. She's been taking comedy classes, and let's just talk about it. And so, she gave me my first like little, yeah, like little assignment. Yeah, A yeah. little thing, and I got to host Julia Fowler's Instagram lives for her virtual book events. Wow,
1: so yes, cool. so cool. during COVID,
2: during COVID. And so that was really fun. And then just to get to meet Julia Fowler, who was so wonderful and gracious. I mean, she is a great writer. I hope the writer strike is over soon so she can get back to doing what she loves. She was so nice. And she actually had me be in one of her videos. And she was like, Ellen, you have blown up. And she said, I was just telling my husband... You know, I met this girl like two years ago and she was like, I really want to be a comedian. And she's like, and I, she was like, and I didn't tell you, but I thought she really could be one. So, Aww. yeah. So, and in one of my videos, I talked about a friend, Edna Ruth. And so I called my girlfriend, the same one we're talking about. And I said, you know, in my head, when I'm talking about Edna Ruth, like it's you, right? And she was like, no. No, it's not. No, I'm not here for that. I'm just here to encourage and support. And she actually sent me other friends, like videos of other friends that she thought that could be. (laughs) Edna Ruth. Edna Ruth. could be Edna Ruth. And I was like, no, you're... I said, listen, I'm not casting an Edna Ruth. Like, I'm happy with these videos just being me, and I'll continue to talk about Edna Ruth. And I said, when you're ready to be Edna Ruth, then you can be Edna Ruth. And if you're never ready... Yeah. to be Edna Ruth then we'll just never actually show who Edna Ruth is I said because in my mind it's you and it's not going to be anybody else yeah yeah and so she gradually got comfortable with it yeah nice yes. yeah she finally warmed up to it
0: if you feel like finding high quality supplements and natural health care products is like looking for a needle in a haystack we've got the solution for you Introducing FullScript, a leading online platform that allows healthcare professionals like us to offer you a vast selection of professional grade supplements from trusted brands. With FullScript, you can easily browse and order all your supplements in one place. I first discovered FullScript when a healthcare practitioner recommended dietary supplements for my daughter. I was amazed at the quality of brands that I had access to on FullScript, and I loved that I could get supplements for the entire family all on one site. The 20% discount didn't hurt either. Every product on Fullscript meets the highest quality standards, all undergo rigorous testing and are sourced from trusted manufacturers, ensuring safety and efficacy. Click on the Fullscript link in our show notes to get access to the Happy Eating Dispensary. Using this link will give you full access to all supplements available and gets you 20% off on every order. You'll also find recommendations for digestion, immunity, back to school, anti-aging, and women's health. As well as the supplements that Briarly and I order on a regular basis. Okay, well, speaking of Edna Ruth, have you ever been to the Cheetah Lounge?
2: Oh my gosh, I have never <laughs> been to the Cheetah Lounge. Do you want to know how I know about the Cheetah yes, Lounge? Yes. Well, everything comes back to SEC football. <laughs> so <Truth. laughs> Jan Mullen left Mississippi State, and we're huge Mississippi State Bulldog fans. Okay. Dan Mullen left Mississippi State for Florida, which meant we had an opening for a football coach. There is a message board called the Six-Pack Speak. On the Six-Pack Speak, there is a guy that messages, and his name is, his handle is I Love Miss Platinum Plus. And his (sighs) wife used to work at the Cheetah Lounge. But they met and married, and now they live in Madison, Mississippi, which is a suburb of Jackson, Mississippi, which is a very proper suburb because it's a suburb I used to live in. <laughs> anyway, so he, everybody is like, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? And at one time, it was going to be Jeremy Pruitt, and then they're like, no, he's not smart. And um, that ended up being a blessing. Um, but I love Miss Platinum Post. Said, guys, this is just so crazy. I think it may be real. As y'all all know, my lady used to work at the Cheetah Lounge. And one of the doormen, one of the bouncers by day is an Uber driver. And he was driving, um, Who our new coach, He was. I think he was driving either his agent or Mississippi State's athletic director. And he overheard him on the phone say, You know, we thought it was going to be Pruitt. It's not going to be Pruitt. It's going to be um, Moorhead from who is the offensive coordinator at Penn State. And so he remembered that his old coworker from the Cheater Lounge married a guy that went to Mississippi State, and called and said, "Hey, I just had these guys in my Uber. I think Joe Moorhead's going to be your new ball coach." Oh my god! No way. Did it happen? Yeah. Yeah. He was announced like the next day or two days later. So that is how I know. um Who that' the, introduced. That's how I know that the Cheetah Lounge exists because uh-huh. the doorman helped break the story on Mississippi wow. State's coach. Wow. Yeah. So I've never been there.
0: That's a great story for you to tell your brother-in-law.
2: Yeah. He's a big
1: Mississippi State fan. Big Mississippi State fan. God
2: love him. It's yeah. such a. Such a hard road to hoe. It's <laughs> a hard road to hoe. It is so. You know true. what I mean,
1: especially in this town. I, I will say, my niece, my niece was hardcore. Not, not into state. No, no, no. She was all or bust. And then. At the 11th hour, guess where she's
2: going to college. Well, Jesus put a discernment on her heart that Mississippi (laughs) State had more scholarship money than (laughs) Auburn. Bing, 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 And that she could probably drive a nicer car around Starkville than around Auburn. And it's crazy how the Lord will put that discernment on a little (laughs) baby girl's heart.
1: Well, I would say that that is exactly what happens. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. The Lord works in mysterious ways. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh. Okay, where did you get a crimp iron?
2: And how oh, long? Amazon. Did it, really? Amazon. How
1: long and, did it take you? How long did it take you to do your hair?
2: Oh, yeah. People are like, we want more 80s mom. I'm like, do you know how long it takes to do your hair? And then I was at Barnes and Noble and then remembered my hair was crimped. And then we took them to the pool. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my hair is crimped. Lordy, what am I going to do? Um, Okay, so the good thing is some of the videos you can see the glare from my window. I mean, it took a good minute. But because the key is you got to go in small sections, and y'all listen on the podcast, but I'm demonstrating you got to start at the root. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to start at the root and go, but the crimper gets really hot. Yeah. So, I mean, you just do, you know, it's the things you do for your craft. Yeah. Well, yeah. and yeah, and but then
1: you went outside in yes. the mm-hmm. Alabama heat and humidity, yeah, and somehow have... it still looked perfect eighties crimp. crimped.
2: So I would say anybody who's ever done a pageant knows, you know, that hair is dirty. God. So, <laughs> you know, you cannot pageant fire clean hair. Yeah. So I mean that was dirty hair, and so it held the crimp better than like this is a fresh blowout. It wouldn't have held, but yeah. so. Dirty hair. Dirty hair.
1: Dirty hair, start at the root. Amazon. Amazon. Got it. Yeah. All right. Now we know. Do you still
0: have a nine-to-five job, or are you doing comedy full-time now? This
2: is, yes, this is full-time. So I have some writing projects that I'm working on now, and then I have, I'm going to start doing live shows. So Mm -hmm. I get a little nervous now. It's like in two weeks, I'll be at the Stardome in Hoover, August 4th and 5th. And then I'm doing a show in Jackson, Mississippi, which I'm really excited to go there because I lived there for 13 years, um, at Dueling Hall, September the 22nd. We're working on a show right outside of Dallas. And so we're truly until, I I don't have a booking agent. And so people are like, come here, come here. I'm like, you have no idea how much I wanna come there, but I am just doing this off of, Hi, my name's Ellen. (laughs) Yeah. I have an Instagram following and um, no, I don't have a tape. I mean, I'll have a tape after August, you know? So, like, yeah. So, I am just praying a tour into existence. I would love to have just a booking agent that would do that. Yeah. And so, it's also just making sure that I don't um, bite off more than I can chew because, just like you talk about, like with our mental health, like, I can't, it is important for me to be a good mom. and And I have to also. Um, complete the projects I have on my plate right now. And I have said no to a number of things right now simply because um, I want to do the things that I've committed myself to do. I want to, I want to do those well mm-hmm. as opposed to doing a whole lot right now. And I don't want to have a reputation for, oh, she says she's going to do it, but it's not mm-hmm. going to be that great. Yeah. So I'd rather just yep. um, stand firm that we're just going to do these things right now. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then just have faith that when it comes time to tour, those next steps will, will be... Work out. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, and I think people often forget, or maybe I should say they just maybe don't realize if they're not like in a particularly creative field, that to be creative, you have to have downtime. Yes. Like... I mean, you like it can't even be forced. Like it's like one of those things where I want to go. I go get. I do a lot of thinking in the shower. Yeah. Where I get in the shower, and if I walk in there, and I'm like, "All right, this is what you're going to think about in the shower," and you're going to come out of here with a with an answer, never happens. Right. Never. But if I'm like, I'm just going to go take a shower. Mm. Something will get cured or solved while I'm in there. While
2: you're in there, and you can't force creativity. Correct. You know, right. you can't, you just have to let it happen. And I have in my purse, I have a notebook and a pen so I can write. Cause the other thing I've had to accept is that I do have mom fog. So, Oh yeah. I either have to make a note on my phone or, you know, write it down in my notebook because creativity happens when you really don't expect it to happen.
1: Yeah.
2: Um. Another thing I've started to do, and this is from Edna Ruth. Um, in the stories, Edna Ruth can't cook, but in real life, Edna Ruth is vegan and will send you every holistic. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, I'm my throat hurts. Okay, all right, do you have your ginger tea? Do you, you know like she will tell you the tea that you need uh-huh. for that. So um, she does grounding, which is where she will go and walk barefoot on the ground.
1: I've heard of that, Yes. I've heard of it too, but I don't, didn't Get hear about it for it? creativity yes. does it work?
2: Yes, because she, I said, oh, I just, when she was leaving from our Airbnb, I said, oh, we're just going to take the kids down to the beach for a little bit. And I said, I don't know, why does it feel so good when you just walk barefoot on the beach? She said, because your feet are one with the earth. She was like, because it's called grounding. Your, your, your feet are touching the earth and you're catching the vibrations of the earth. And that's why it feels so good. And I realized just how relaxed I felt doing that and I did it again yesterday, and it's amazing how it can calm your spirit. Just, yes. Carolyn's an indoor cat. So.
1: I, I think well, I just that, prefer the air conditioning. I just, mm-hmm. you don't have to run, you don't have to do jumping jacks. No, no yeah, I'm not no, saying I, she wouldn't do it. I'm just saying like I like I I totally understand what you're saying because well you the beach of course a lot.
2: but I do. exactly <laughs> well, I'm out there did, in my garden in my bare you, feet. What do you do? Just take her like, like and multiple times yeah. a day. Okay. Well, I have to say too, I think that in the South we didn't we, we never realized we were grounding. We were just picking peas from the from yeah. the garden. You know, like yeah. you don't realize that that's what you're doing. But getting but getting close to earth and nature can have. Um, calming effects, yeah, but yes. no, yeah, just so you kinda, should try it. I, re- I, think
1: you would really. Well, I did you would discover really enjoy that it. during
0: COVID. If I went and took my laptop outside in the afternoons, I was a much more patient parent.
2: Yes, yes. But I need to try
0: grounding. Yes,
2: yeah. Just and yes. look, you don't have to do anything crazy. Just, okay. just take a stroll around in the shade.
0: If Edna Ruth does a workshop on this, will you let us know.
2: Yes, maybe oh, I maybe need to talk to her yeah. that she needs to do a holistic workshop because she is such. You should have her on. I'll get you guys in touch because she can talk all about it. She actually sent me this fall. I couldn't get over a cold, and she was so mad at me that she had Grubhub or DoorDash to my house from South Carolina. She did a DoorDash where they went and got onions, and you put the onions in the honey and let it sit for 24 hours, and it made a syrup. And there was a, my door knocked and there was a bag and it was the onions and the honey and some lemon and some ginger and a note that said, make the syrup chick. No (sighs) Uh -uh. way.
0: Did it work? Yes.
2: Yes. I love. And so, and I now just, lemon ginger tea is so calming and I just, you just boil your ginger and then add your lemon to it. Okay. I have
1: never heard of this syrup and it sounds just so repulsive to me, it's but so I'm repulsive. really intrigued.
2: But she was like, she was like, well, so is regular cough syrup, but you still do it. Yeah, that's true. true. I was that's like, oh, true. okay. Okay. It that's doesn't, true. regular cough syrup doesn't taste like Dr. Pepper. She was like, you just choke it down. Yeah. But you let the onions sit in the honey for, I think like 24 hours and it turns into a syrup. So yes, if there's an all natural alternative to something, she, she knows Edna it. Ruth. Yes. And Ruth has it.
1: I love that. Wow. So we came up with some rapid fire questions. Okay. Just like, it's just supposed to be like off the cuff. Okay. Pimento cheese or chicken salad? Pimento cheese. Kate or Megan? Kate. (laughs) You sure?
2: Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I'm just used to, she prefers, she prefers me to call her Catherine.
1: (laughs) Oh, forgive me. Forgive me.
2: She, she prefers Catherine. Okay. Okay. And sorry so it threw that. me. It threw it threw me off because she's like, "No, Ellen, please just call me Catherine." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry, okay." Anyway, so that's threw me off. East coast or west coast? Um, east.
1: Lipstick or mascara?
2: I, I just don't think you should have to choose.
1: <laughs> but if you could only pick one,
2: well, I would only do lipstick if I could also have liner, lipstick, and gloss. Because <laughs> I just don't. And sunglasses. Yeah, because I just, you need all three, you need all three together. You need, you need to do a liner, liner, stick, and gloss. So can I do all, am I choosing between those three or mascara? Yes. The lips. Got it. Yes. All right.
0: What's worse, laundry or dishes?
2: All of it. I agree. Laundry, because it just doesn't end. I'm like, could we just be nudists for three days and just enjoy this moment? (laughs)
1: Of the clean laundry. Yeah. Folded, maybe yeah. put up, maybe not.
2: Yes. And then, too, it's when you ask your kids to clean their room, like, that's a death sentence because they just put all their clothes in the dirty clothes, and then they're out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How about palm trees or pine trees?
2: Palm. Palm. Hmm. I'm, Hattiesburg, Mississippi is called the Pine Belt. There are nothing but pine trees there. Oh. So it is the it is the pine belt, nothing but pine trees, pine needles all in your yard. So absolutely, give me the palm trees. Got it. Yes.
0: All right. Morning person or night owl?
2: Night owl. Like, but with the bra off. Yes. Absolutely, (laughs) absolutely. Like I will, if I could, if I didn't have to wake up and get kids together, like I would, write until like three in the morning and then sleep. And we've really had to work with my husband to get me on a schedule so I can go to sleep at a normal time because I just like the night hours.
1: Yeah. 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 Oh, I like it. Organized to the smallest detail
2: or controlled chaos? Controlled chaos. Absolutely.
1: Open casket or
0: closed?
2: Um. Well, it depends on so many factors. You know, if my weight is on a downswing, let's go open if I look good. If... You know, if I've had some kind of disease or maybe I've had to take some kind of steroid and my face is real puffy, let's go closed. Yeah. You know, I don't want anybody to walk up to my casket and go, oh, I guess I had not seen her in a while. (laughs) Huh?
0: (laughs) That's so true. You
2: know, like I want, I just want you to walk up to my casket and go, she looks so peaceful. Mm -hmm. Because that's the ultimate. That is. She looks so peaceful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't want anybody to go, who did the body? Yeah,
1: <laughs> who did the body?
2: You don't want that, you know. Yeah. I don't want, and also, oh, there was this one funeral. They had to call in a couple extra bears. Oh gosh. Oh. <laughs> okay. I don't want that. I don't None want that, that either. I don't want that. That'll keep you drinking water. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like sometimes I want a coke, but then I'm like, oh, but I don't want extra bears. <laughs> We're just gonna drink some water. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Orange Theory tomorrow. If y'all if y'all see me post about Orange Theory, it's because I woke up and I'm thinking oh, I don't want extra ball bears.
1: I got it. I get it. I do. You know? Well, this next question is gonna be great then: milkshake or bushwhacker?
2: Oh, uh, absolutely a milkshake because I don't drink.
1: There we go. Okay. Yes,
2: I, I don't call myself sober because I don't. I feel like people who are sober that is such a huge accomplishment that they've made. Mm. I just. I just don't drink. Like That's the I right point. I, You're just a non-drinker. I'm just a non-drinker. I may once or twice a year, but even then like I'll take a drink and I'm like, "Ugh, I don't like that." But I just knew when I started this journey how it makes me feel now that I'm older, like even yeah. if I just have like two drinks, like mm-hmm. how I feel the next day. Yeah. And I don't have time for a cloudy brain. I don't have time to feel sluggish the next day. And I just need my brain as sharp as it can be because it's already in decline. <laughs> it feels like with, you know, with perimenopause and two children, it feels like it's on its way. It's already w- foggy. It's, 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 it's doing its own thing. We don't need any it, AIDS. Yeah. So I just made the decision that I just really, I don't drink. So, and it's, oh, it. and one time I was at this thing for work and they were getting everybody's, what, what they wanted to drink because they were gonna have a full bar and they're like, well, Ellen, did you write anything down? I was like, well, I actually don't drink. They're like, we were really looking forward to drinking with you and I said, I actually don't get any funnier.
1: <laughs>
2: and he was like, what? And I said, I don't get funnier when I drink. I just I just have been drinking. I said, so this is, this is as funny as I get. So I know you're thinking like, wow, yeah. imagine if she drinks. I was like, I just get tired. I just get sleepy. Yeah, there is no net gain for drinking. So yeah. I just don't do it. Then I don't want to steal the sober word and take away from people who have really worked hard there's a lot of work if you... There is a lot of work, There's yeah. a lot of work involved for someone who has realized, oh, I have to put this down and they can't. I know that because I tell people all the time, I wish I had the same relationship with food as I do with alcohol, that I could just be like, I don't, I don't need no stinking milkshake, but I do.
1: Yeah.
0: So- okay, panties or thongs? Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> so glad you asked her that question. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it.
2: It it would still be stuck up there. Like, <laughs> Look, I can turn a panty into a thong like it's nobody's business. <laughs> okay, so.
0: <laughs> ah,
2: at your dog. No, very comfortable underwear. Yes. Very. I'm 46. I'm not scoping the bars, looking for a new man. Okay, <laughs> if you if you see a panty line, what are you doing looking down there? Good point. I'm not. Very good point. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm not. I. I am just here to look good for one man and one man only. And he does not, he does not care. So y'all quit. Don't be looking down there. Don't be worrying about it.
1: Are you talking about your husband or are you talking about Jesus? My husband. (laughs) I wonder the same thing.
2: I want to look sexy for Jesus. You are sick. (laughs) (laughs) just like a Yankee. Just like a Yankee. Yankee. Just like a Yankee. Yep. You know, we I'm thought she you know. was southern, and then she's no. Yep, I yep. screwed up. I
0: have to tell on her. She said, she said, I watched some of Ellen's videos, and she said, I know they're funny, but she said, but I know sometimes I don't fully get them. Right. Because I'm
1: not southern. Yeah. I mean, I've actually learned a lot about southern culture watching your videos. Yes.
2: Yes. I had someone pass on a project with me. Because she said, I just don't get it. And the people in my corner were like, no, you don't understand. Like, this is really funny. And she was from New York, though, and she was like, I just I don't, don't get it. Yeah. I just don't get it.
1: Yeah. And it's like, it's not, it's, it, it's just one of those things where I'm like, I, I get a lot of it because I've been living here. Yeah.
2: Um, well, and a lot of it, I feel like a lot of the things that I talk about. I do it in present day, but it's a lot of stuff that we probably remember growing up in the 80s. Yes. Things that we heard our mom say. Yeah. You know, I don't know how many people are actually working a prayer chain now. and But my mother had her prayer chain from her church. And she was like, you know, group C, which meant if Brenda called Martha, Martha knew that she called Sarah. Yeah. Okay. And then Sarah knew that she called Nana. And so that was your, wherever it went on the prayer chain is... And you know, so like if Brenda knew the need, if somebody called Brenda, I need prayer. What do you mean start the prayer chain? Yeah, I'll start the prayer chain. So Brenda called her next person, and then that person called the next person. And then I would hear, I mean, my mother would never like get into anybody's business, but you know, it'd be like, Well, it's unspoken. Okay. And I would just remember being like, What well, well, Mama, what do you think it is? <laughs> and she was like, It is none of our business. And I was like, oh. I mean, and yes. then it just... When you put like, it out there, you're kind of... I mean, I'm sitting here trying to watch Dallas, and you got to start a <laughs> prayer chain. I mean, I kind of want to know. So when I did the thing about, oh, my gosh, this was so awful, because all they had were purple and gold flowers yeah. for the funeral. So what are we going to do? Have an LSU-themed funeral? I mean, a, a small-town funeral home will run out of flowers if three people up and die on the same weekend. You know, and you yeah. got to find a way to make it work. So I do think a lot of it is... Nuanced in things from the '80s that maybe you don't get a lot as much now, now, but it reminds you of growing up in the South. Yeah, yes, yes.
1: which hits your target audience anyway. I Absolutely, mean, we talked about this before we got on recording. Like you have a very targeted audience. I mean, not that you're not open to other generations, yes. but it just is not. It's not going to resonate with like a millennial or a Gen Zer in the same way.
2: That's the reason why I started on Instagram was because I knew that my audience was not going to be randomly at a comedy club. Yeah. So if a club gave me 10 minutes um, and I go to do a set of my mom humor, Southern humor, church humor, and you've, you know, I'm probably not going to do that great. But I knew that if I could, Build an audience online and then go, hey, ladies, I'm going to be here. Yeah. Right. Like, like, let's go have a good time. Right. Yeah. That those ladies would come out to see someone that they thought was fun. Like, they would come out for that. But I needed to build a community first before I started to tour. And then I think that my um, my show will show, too, that it's, you know, my Instagram is a very, like, specific type of comedy And my comedy is observational, but I think that they're going to get to see a little bit more of me and that I can build an even broader audience. I do want to bring some of the Instagram to life, but I don't want it to just be, it's not going to be reenactments of my Instagram stories. It's going to be a true stand-up show.
0: I can't wait. It's going to be fun. I can't wait.
2: I hope it's going to be fun. It will be. I'm um, just,
1: I'm, I probably am going to have to go to Jackson look, since okay. I'm going to be go away. just, Jackson
2: too. Come on to Jackson. Yeah. 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 It's going to be, Dueling Hall is such a great location um, in the Fondren area of Jackson. It's across the street from where they filmed the Help. Oh. So okay. it's just a great historic part of cool. Jackson. So super fun. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: We'll Come put um, links to the Jackson yes. show. I think Birmingham sold out, but the Jackson show, we'll put links to that in the show notes. Yes. If there are any tickets yes. left. Yes.
2: And then Rebecca Norma Carroll, who I talk about, she is a real person. So I really do have a friend where her first name is Rebecca Norma Carroll. Um, she is doing, she's going to be at the Jackson show. So ah. people can nice. actually meet and see that there really is.
0: That's exciting. There's a real
2: person behind. I had someone buy a cameo and the cameo was, will you please answer the question? Is her... Is Rebecca Norma Carroll one name or is her last name Carol?
0: Her first name is really three names. Yeah. Rebecca Norma Carroll. Yes. And then she has a
2: last name. Yes. Wow. I thought it was great that somebody bought a cameo. Yeah. Yeah. And that was what they wanted to know. They wanted to know. And I was like, yes. And she is the most dripping Southern person at one time before she married, she lived in a white house and she had painted the door pink. And then during Susan G Komen breast cancer awareness, home Depot sold pink outdoor garbage cans. And so her garbage cans for her outdoor garbage cans were pink. Oh my gosh. That's uh, awesome. uh. I mean, yes, she is just loves Lily Pulitzer. And then of all things, she adopted she and her husband adopted a little girl her name is azalea and i said if that is not the most perfectly southern yes. yes name i was like i cannot believe that the lord has put a little girl named azalea, azalea. in your life and she was like is it not just so perfect
1: yeah so perfect yes, yes.
2: yeah so rebecca norma carroll is going to be there
1: i love it all right okay here i come jackson here I come in I September. Do y'all
2: have more rapid fire? I think the reason why I hesitated when I said rapid fire is I knew that I would slow it down. Oh. <laughs> oh,
1: no. No, <laughs> we finished. We're done. We're done with the rapid fire.
2: Okay.
1: Yes. I just have to say this has been lovely. And I, I cannot wait. Now, I hope I don't offend you when I say this. But I really hope that in the very near future I get to see you, like, open for Leanne Ann Morgan.
2: Oh, I do, too. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. And I really – I've loved her. And it was seeing her – I was like, I can do that. And I don't, the only reason why I love her and I also love Zarna Garg, who is an Indian comedian and she is a mother. And I love that they are like paving the way Uh that they get, that they're showing that we can be funny and because we have stories to tell because we've been living all of this life. Um, The only, only reason why I have not watched her Netflix special, is because I just sometimes you just can't watch other comedians because mm-hmm. you don't want to accidentally, yes. yeah, take their bits, yes, or use their stuff as a as a stopping off point for yours. And yeah. I feel like because she's she's Tennessee, I'm Mississippi, Alabama. I just want to make sure that I'm not accidentally doing that. Otherwise, yeah. yeah, I would just watch her Netflix special on repeat just so it can have so many numbers. Because um, she's hysterical. She is. She and she, she actually messaged me back, which I think. Was, <gasps> I know. She like, knew who I don't she think calling? she did. She just, I just said, I just wanted to tell you how much I love your comedy. And I'm a comedian. And I just appreciate you for getting out there and going on tour. And thank you for paving a way for all the other, you know, old lady comics. Yeah. <laughs> and she just said, thank you, my darling. Which I thought was so sweet. So yes, yes wow. I would, yes, that would just be an honor to yes. open for her. Cause yeah. she's just, and she's just so real.
1: She seems so real. I mean, I think she's hilarious. Yeah, she
2: could be a diva in real life. Who knows? But yeah. And I hope that that's what people say about me is that I seem so yeah. real. Cause it, for me, I'm real. Cause that's the easiest. It would be exhausting if this were a persona. And yes. I was actually someone yeah. else. Like, yeah, that's just too exhausting. that's, that's
1: tiring for sure. Yes. yes, I just think that you both are so funny. But you're, but I see the very like clear differences. Yeah. So, but I hear you about not, not, really going deep into her Netflix because for that reason, like I feel I feel like we talk about that when we were talking about like either writing an article or prepping for a podcast. Yeah. Like, you know, you kind of. Yeah, want to do as much of your own work.
2: Yeah, and you just have to not
1: be distracted, and
2: just and you have to also too that like trust your stories that are you're jumping off. Yeah, Yeah. for comedy are good, but then also that's the reason why I get so protective of my work is because like this is my work.
1: Thank you so much for joining us for the Happy Eating Podcast. I'm Briarly Horton
0: and I'm Carolyn Williams. If you liked this week's episode, then don't forget to rate and leave us a review on iTunes. And be sure to hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss a new episode.
1: We can't wait to have you back at our table next week for a brand new episode. Bye! Bye.
0: The contents discussed in the Happy Eating podcast, such as advice, studies, text, graphics, images, and other material discussed or presented on the site or podcast, are for informational purposes only content is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice diagnosis or treatment always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health providers with any questions you may have regarding your condition never disregard professional advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on the happy eating podcast
1: if you are in crisis or think you may have an emergency call your doctor or 911 immediately If you're having suicidal thoughts, call 1-800-273-TALK, that's 8255, to talk to a skilled, trained counselor at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you are located outside the United States, call your local emergency line immediately.